the Jazz. Uh-oh. Stockton, open three. The high schools. Also's going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson with you here on a Friday, Friday the 13th. You superstitious about the day? Uh, we'll talk about superstitions that do exist in sports. So i uh, love to get any recommendations that you have or that you've noticed. And do that on our Guild Mortgage text line today, 435-339-0321, to uh, chime in today. Uh, we'll cover superstitions in sports. We've got updates on what's going on in uh, uh, high school baseball and softball. We've got playoffs underway. Uh, we've got a, 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 a we do have a game three taking place in Millville between Ridgeline and Hurricane. Uh, but the other games are are done now. The other series are done in baseball. So we'll update you on what's going on there. Kind of a dramatic finish. Really dramatic finish in one of them. We have highlights of that. Uh, NBA playoffs continue. One team has now moved on to the conference finals. Will we see any others moving on after tonight with two more games on the docket? Uh, and um, it, is it uh, now that we know Miami is there, do you put them ahead? Are they in the driver's seat because they got there first? Or still a little too early to tell? Um, who who may be the eventual team that makes it to the NBA Finals. Uh, so anyway, want to get your reactions to that. Who are the best players right now that are still left in these playoffs? And then we've got some teams with some high-profile players with huge salaries that have some really interesting and challenging decisions to make. Uh, we already know that New Orleans has a, an interesting decision to make with Zion Williamson. We know that uh, Brooklyn has an interesting decision to make with Ben Simmons and now another decision to make with Kyrie Irving. Now an additional team that's got something that they've got to try to figure out is the Philadelphia 76ers, what to do with James Harden, who was completely worthless in the second half of a closeout game, lazy passes, not hustling back to challenge guys off of turnovers, only two shot attempts in the second half. Wow. An embarrassing, embarrassing performance from James Harden last night. And on the other side, and he's got his teammate, Joel Embiid, who's got a broken eye bone, uh, a torn thumb. He's wearing a mask. He's just out of concussion protocol. And uh, here's a guy that's getting beat up, but he's out there giving it his all, trying to keep his team alive. And so it's a very different contrasting uh, attitudes in what was taking place last night in Philadelphia. So we'll we'll get into that. Um, But uh, as always, love to get your feedback and your comments. 
Uh, we do have some. It seems like every day there's something new with name, image, likeness. So we'll update you on that. And a Mountain West Conference football coaching staff in trouble. We'll tell you who it is and uh, what's on the line for uh, for this coaching staff in the Mountain Division. So we'll look at that. Four three five three three nine zero three two one on our Guild Mortgage text line. Just thought I should let you guys know that the USU Men's Ultimate won regionals this last weekend for the first time in program history and qualified for nationals for the second season in a row. Congratulations. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. I saw that on the Twitter, and uh, I, uh, I liked the tweet, and I think I retweeted it, but I uh, did not mention it on the show. So thank you for bringing that up. Best of luck to those playing ultimate Frisbee for Utah State as a club team. Uh, we had the USU... Uh, club uh, lacrosse team in here uh, last week uh, talking about their uh, attempts to uh, get to get to nationals and now they have to fundraise to do that as a club team and so best of luck to what's going on with USU uh, ultimate and their ultimate frisbee team being able to compete at a at a higher level so thank you 5308 thanks for bringing that up and reminding me to mention that um and as we get to the end of the athletic season, you know there's a lot of cool accomplishments to discuss and to talk about. Uh, but earlier today, uh, in in baseball, we had some doozies. Uh, Green Canyon as a lower seed going to Mountain Crest, and it was an eight versus nine, so they're really competitively matched. But Mountain Crest was the home team in this series, and uh, game one yesterday, Green Canyon was mostly in control for the entire game. Today, a little bit of a different story where Mountain Crest was in control most of the game until the seventh inning. Mountain Crest is up 2 nothing, and we get to this situation here. Hurricane John Newbold and uh, Terrell Baldwin on the call. Earlier today, the game was streamed on Cash Valley Daily and on 107.7 KLZX. But uh, this is what happened as uh, Green Canyon is their last, looked like their last chance to try to continue this game. But this is what and how it plays out. Full count here in the top of the seventh, down to the last out for Green Canyon. They've got runners on the corners. And it's a full count for A. Bolson, awaiting the pitch from Nelson. There's the pitch. Runner goes. It's... Hit slowly to second, throw to first, is not oh. in time. One run will score, and it gets past the first baseman. Goodness. And Green Canyon rounds third, and they'll score two runs, and they've tied it up. Boy. They've tied it up two to two as it came down to their last out. Yeah, and so the uh, uh, if, they, if they don't tie it up, and they get that last out, game over. But they do tie it up. Mountain Crest eventually gets out of the inning, or gets out of that top part of the inning. So then they're on base, right? It's their turn to uh, to try to to win this one. And um, then this happens. Mountain Crest gets a runner on, gets over to second, and uh, the the tying or the winning run on second base, and. Uh, and has like a big lead, lead off of the base. And uh, Green Canyon looks like they're trying to pick him off or keep him honest. 
and to keep him on the base. And then this happens. Porter Budge is getting quite a lead off there. Well, Budge knows, like I said, if, if there's something hit into the gap in the outfield, that was, should end the game. And he throws back, he fakes it, and he, he no, he didn't throw it. Oh, my. He didn't throw it. What a play. He faked it, Balk fakes it, like he threw it into the second base, and he faked like he threw it into the outfield, that it got past him, and he leaves his base and got tagged out. So, what Budge, a play. Yep. Oh, my. That's a little backyard baseball there. That's right. Yeah, it, it, but the uh, the infield played it perfectly, uh, like it was a trick play, like the ball got loose and and uh, the throw went into the outfield, and they it was a fake, and so the runner thinks it's uh, ball's loose and he's got a free base, but the pitcher still had it in his hand, and catches him midway between the bases, gets the out, uh, so really tricky play right there for Green Canyon, and uh, they pull off uh, the upset, and so they will advance. Earlier today, Bear River just continued its dominance uh, the way they've been playing lately, and they, they took care of Skyview yesterday, and they blasted them again today. Uh, and so they will advance, as I mentioned, Ridgeline and Hurricane. Um, in a lot of offense early in that game yesterday, then it kind of settled down. But today, or in the earlier game, Hurricane got the best of Ridgeline, and so a game three taking place in Millville right now. We'll try to keep an eye on that one and provide some updates uh, when we can here on the Full Court Press while also getting updates on what happened with the uh, Logan Grizzlies down at, uh, at Snow Canyon. And last night, it was a lot of offense by both teams early, but then in the end, it was Snow Canyon just running away with it. Logan couldn't stop them. 18-8 uh, to eight for Snow Canyon last night. Uh, in baseball. So the other thing, too, is that the softball playoffs have gotten underway today. So we'll try to provide some updates on those when we can as those games are are, uh, are, are taking place uh, throughout the state. Uh, but those games, uh, afternoon ones, so the first games in those series getting underway just now. So uh, Logan is, uh, is at Snow Canyon in softball, just like uh, Logan's at Snow Canyon in baseball. Kind of interesting that they're both 13 at uh, 4. Uh, Snow Canyon, the 4 seed. Logan, the 13 seed. So they're both there at the same time right now. Um, and uh, uh, Skyview is hosting uh, Cedar uh, this afternoon. Green Canyon is at Dixie. And Mountain Crest is uh, hosting Desert Hills. Bear River and Ridgeline with first-round buys in softball. So... Uh, after the events of today for baseball, there will be a bit of a reseeding that will take place. And it, it's, uh, it's looking like uh, Green Canyon will likely face Dixie, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Dixie on, uh, on Monday. And so uh, we'll have some of these other games to see what happens uh, with those and uh, Bear River where they end up as uh, things will be reseeded. So we'll have a little bit more detail later tonight on how that reseeding will go, who's going to be facing whom. For softball, games are happening today, game two tomorrow at 11 a.m. And then if a game three is needed, that will be later and the uh, will be in the early afternoon 
at uh, home sites before the softball series and the playoffs also shift down to southern Utah. So uh, a lot of action taking place in uh, what's going on for baseball and softball this time of year. Uh, getting back to our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321, if you want to chime in, uh, 4781. I'm on USU's ultimate team and appreciate the shout-out. Hey, there you go. Congratulations. Yes, thanks for listening. And uh, best of luck. Um, that's awesome. Uh, as a sport, I used to play a lot uh, way back when. Don't really play it that much anymore, but uh, love the sport. And uh, I love to see club teams generally or other teams in the area be able to advance and continue to play at a high level. So best of luck. Appreciate uh, letting us know what's going on. And please keep us up to date as things progress for the uh, USU uh, lacrosse. And uh, and uh, um, that's taking place down in the Austin, Texas area but also with what's going on with Ultimate Frisbee. So best of luck, you guys. I know there's still a few sports that are still going on, like softball, and then some of these club sports too. So it's worth noting and uh, talking about them. Uh, one other thing I wanted to get to today, besides highlighting some of these things in, in baseball and softball, but is uh, today's Friday the 13th. So do you have certain superstitions when it comes to sports? Because they do exist. They absolutely exist. Some go really crazy on some of these. And uh, we've seen some close to home. We've seen some that have made national headlines. So on Friday the 13th, the day that is met with superstition, what are some of the best superstitions you've seen in sports? Um, I'll, I'll throw a few out there. I'd love to get your thoughts on some of these. Like uh, some of my favorites, you know, Rick Majerus never changing his sweater when uh, his team would get on a run. Uh, he always wore the sweater when his team was performing well. And in fact, that sweater is a replica of it, at least, is hanging in the rafters at the Huntsman Center at the University of Utah. Um, you know, you, uh, Jeff Hornacek, as, as somebody pointed out to me on Twitter earlier today, reminded me he would wipe his face uh, as he was at the free throw line. When asked about it, he would say, oh, that's his way of, you know, uh, some, somehow signaling to his children, waving to his family. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those routines that guys get into. <laughs> so it's a, it's a gif that was shared with me. Thank you, Jeff Coyman. Uh, and it's just he's constantly wiping his face and he never stops. It's just on repeat. It looks really disturbing. <laughs> but uh, uh, other, other superstitions that you have seen in sports uh, and – some of them, what sports have more superstitions than others? Because I think there are some sports that their athletes have more superstitions than others. And other sports, eh, they don't really have very many. So why is that? Is it just perpetuated? And since there are a few that just kind of grown and, and uh, expanded from there? Uh, love to get some of your thoughts, what some of your observations are about some of the biggest observations in sports. Uh, also, you know, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Brooklyn Nets, and I'm going to even throw in there the New Orleans Saints, oh, Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, uh, all have some really tough decisions to make uh, in this offseason with players making a lot of money who aren't helping their teams. So what do you do with them? And is there, are they stuck? 
And uh, just James Harden is the latest example of uh, how things can really go awry quickly with players with big fat contracts that aren't uh, living up to them. 435-339-0321 if you want to chime in and weigh in on some of that and also these uh, superstitions in sports uh, plus uh, some latest news in name image likeness seems like every day goes by there's something new to that so we'll update you on the latest there as well coming up on the full court press west point dairy products at Hiram is hiring west point dairy products has been manufacturing high quality butter for over 25 years in cash valley they're currently expanding and want you on their growing team west point dairy products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at 18 dollars per hour full benefit packages double time on sundays a two thousand dollar sign-on bonus and tremendous opportunities for growth for immediate consideration call express employment professionals at 435-213-9595 Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center have now moved from the Cash Valley Hospital to their new office location, 2245 North 400 East in North Logan, just south of the Cash Valley Hospital. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, along with the entire staff, welcome you to a brand new facility with more room and state-of-the-art equipment to help you and your family. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North 400 East in North Logan. Go to CashValleyENT.com for details. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750 Don't get caught without power after a windstorm or a major winter freeze. Golden Spike Electric offers Generac backup generators so you can be prepared and keep your home warm while avoiding frozen pipes. Golden Spike Electric is one of the largest Generac dealers around, so you know it'll be installed right. Whether you're a homeowner or an electrician, contact Golden Spike Electric to rest easy the next time the power goes out. Online at gsegenerators.com or call 435-257-3016. They also service other models. This download here is the Dan Patrick Show. When you're withholding money from other billionaires, they might have a problem with this. If the reports turn out to be true, there should be, will be serious consequences for Daniel Snyder. And it feels like all these owners are like, hey, don't rat on me, because I'll rat on you. I got information on you. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. When a student lacks basic needs like food, clothing, and learning materials, attending school can be a challenge. And that can make it impossible to thrive. At Communities in Schools, we address this issue by ensuring that students have everything they need to re-engage in learning, access to technology and school supplies, and even emotional support. By bringing communities of support to students, we're achieving equitable learning conditions. And that's what Communities in Schools is all about. Learn more at communitiesinschools.org. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com.
Welcome back to Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, 1069thefan.com, and the 1069 The Fan mobile app. Uh, always love to hear from you as well. As uh, man, a lot of different things to get through today. Uh, updating what's going on with uh, uh, high school sports. Uh, we got the NBA playoffs, and um, just what what do some of these high profile athletes, what do they do? And what do the organizations do that have them under contract? Uh, Because we had a situation last night in the series between Philadelphia and Miami where James Harden was brought in. They made a trade to get him to to help with a one-on-one situation like he can do. He can break a defense down. He can shoot threes. With uh, you know, Joel Embiid with such a force in the middle, there's there's going to be spacing on the outside to help, and he just didn't. Uh, I think he he seemed engaged in w- at least one game in this series, but by and large, he was a non-factor. And last night was just really embarrassing. How in a closeout game do you not hustle back after a turnover? That's your fault. How in a closeout game do you only put up two shots in the fourth quarter? How do you just totally bail on your team? Is this a function of James Harden or okay. the culture? Or should say the, the culture in, uh, in Philadelphia? I, I think it's more on Harden than, than the culture in Philly. But uh, you also have to look at, look, here's another mark against Doc Rivers, who just ha- seems to have a ceiling. Wasn't there an early part of his career, but certainly has... Uh, a tendency to underperform uh, in the postseason in every other destination that that he's been a head coach, and he he tries to defend himself and point to you know other uh, other successes that he had that people love to forget, but that was a long time ago, and he hasn't been able to recapture that magic. So last night, uh, James Harden addressing the media afterwards, and you know, he just. He failed his team. Whatever makes this team, you know, um, whatever can, allows this team to continue to grow and get better and, and do the things necessary to, to, to win and compete at the highest level. James, you said the ball didn't get to you. Does the coach call plays to try to get the ball to you? Next question. <laughs> Next question. He had the ball. That's such malarkey. I mean, that's, that's just, that's embarrassing. He knows he's, he's, come on. He knows he's bad. He knows he's he's messed it up. This is a guy that's making way too much money to play like that. And so what do you do? Um, The Sixers have made it clear today that they're committed to keeping Doc Rivers. Now, there's been a lot of speculation they want to move off of him. Daryl Morey is now in Philadelphia. He was in Houston where he had Dan Tony and he had James Harden, and they were you know, pretty successful in winning games together. Uh, and there have been rumors that he would move off of Doc Rivers in favor of his old pal, Mike D'Antoni. But the Sixers today saying, we're committed to Doc Rivers. But is James Harden committed to Philadelphia? Uh, boy, what a mess. What a real mess. You, you go from one headache distraction with Ben Simmons, and you just got another one. 
You traded one bad problem for another. You hate to see it, right? <laughs> Too bad, so sad. But uh, they're not the only ones trying to figure this out and navigate some really tricky waters in this postseason. Uh, thankfully, <laughs> this is providing distraction from Utah Jazz and their own problems. But there are some issues with other high-profile athletes and big, uh, big city uh, programs. You know, Kyrie Irving news today that the that Nike's not going to renew their shoe deal with him. He had an exclusive shoe deal. Uh, Sean Marks, the uh, they're the, the GM there at uh, at Brooklyn, he made some comments just the other day that were not really any kind of a ringing endorsement for Kyrie, and maybe even failed shots at uh, Ben Simmons as well. I mean that that organization is a hot mess too. When you have, you know, Kevin miss. 27 games with injuries and Kyrie being out for over half the season. I mean, that hurts. You know, that hurts from a roster building standpoint. You know, that's, that's not what we planned for. So um, some are avoidable and, and other excuses are of, of individual nature. And those are the ones that we have to try and avoid. We need people here that want to be here. They're selfless. They want to be part of something bigger than themselves. Ooh. That last part there is a real indictment individual nature and those are the ones that we have to try and avoid we need people here that want to be here they're selfless they want to be part of something bigger than themselves that can be directed to nobody other than Kyrie Irving so I mean you got you got these players making a lot of money with options uh, for the team to extend their contracts Uh, do you keep them do you keep the headache and the distraction or do you really come to the uh, the understanding that it's time to move on and it's time to do something else. Unload that to somebody else. Move your problem somewhere else. The, the challenge is, is that who, who wants to take that baggage? Which organization is going to raise their hand and say, okay, we'll take his problems and, in, and instead we're going to give you some of our good players because the, the, uh, the salaries have to match. Yeah, what a tricky situation. Uh, and then you've got Ben Simmons, who didn't play at all last year, but without having played a game, he's got a he's got a back injury, and you know he's got some mental health issues that he's trying to work through. And how committed is he to playing the game of basketball? And he's got a big fat contract. And then lastly, I, I mentioned the New Orleans Pelicans, and I include them in this discussion because. You've got a guy in Zion Williamson who has not played a full season of basketball in his entire time he's been in the NBA. In all his years he's been in the NBA, you couldn't put them all together and put uh, a, a one NBA season in there. And yet, they are faced with a difficult decision about do we give this guy a max contract extension, he's el- which he is eligible for. Now, Zion, he went out to the media and said, I would sign it in a second. So there's always been a kind of a weird cloud over the New Orleans Pelicans organization. Why isn't Zion playing? Why didn't he play in the playoffs? Why didn't he participate near the end of the season? Why are they putting out videos of Zion doing 360 dunks? Why are we showing him in uh, pregame warnups when he's throwing down and he's moving around like any other healthy player on the court, but he never suits up to play. So is that Zion 
trying to show that the organization is keeping him back, but he really can do stuff? Or is the organization like trying to be more cautious with their big player and their big asset? So there's really weird stuff going on there. But the fact that he said that he would sign an extension in a heartbeat seems to indicate to me that this is more of a New Orleans being cautious than Zion not wanting to play. So, again, a tricky situation there for New Orleans. Do you give a player who is so injury-prone that kind of money with the risk that he's not going to give you that much in return? Very, very tricky situation for some of these teams. It's going to be one of the most fascinating off-seasons in the NBA that I think we've seen in quite some time. It will be the longest off-season we've had in three years. That, that might play a bit of a factor, but I think it will be really intriguing. There are several different reports out there that the Jazz seem to be moving along the lines of wanting to keep Quinn Snyder, wanting to keep Rudy Gobert, wanting to keep Donovan Mitchell, and just building around that core nucleus there. Now, um, you know, they are. There's been some reports too, rumors that well, they're they're hosting the All Star Game next year. They want to ensure that they have an All Star or two because uh, they're going to be the face of the festivities. So we got to make sure we have a star on the roster. You know what? We can't we can't make roster decisions in the future of the program based on one weekend in February. That's that's silly. But um, look, at the end of the year, I, I said it, and I'll continue to say it. I, I think that one of three guys won't be back next year, and I think that's still the case. Quinn, Rudy, or Donovan. Um, I think it seems to be more and more evident that Quinn Snyder is committed to staying here and the Jazz are committed to keeping Quinn. But um, I think the Jazz have some serious decisions to make about where they're headed and what they're going to do and how they're going to get there with uh, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. If you're using those two as your your only pillars of the team, it's not going to work. A third a third pillar has to be there uh, to create the 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 balance the stool so to speak. Um, the third leg of the stool needs to be there for this Utah Jazz team to really succeed. Because it's just on Donovan, just on Rudy. We've seen their ceiling. It's been made evident. Something else has to be there to make that move to the next level. Um, it, and one of the other things we've seen, too, is is this uh, the offseason that's going to make or break Donovan Mitchell as a star? Is he content with being a good player? Or does he want to put in the work and the effort to become a great player? All right, coming up on the other side of this timeout, let's get into superstitions. Uh, it's Friday the 13th, so there are a lot of superstitions in sports. Uh, we've heard some crazy ones, uh, went through and, and, and found a few here and there that are pretty fun. We've seen some close to home, and we've seen some all over the world. And uh, love to hear some that you've observed. Uh, maybe there's some in a more local level that I haven't seen. So I'd love to get your thoughts on some of the best superstitions or strangest superstitions in sports on this Friday the 13th. Let us know on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Hey, if you're too busy through the week to get an oil change for your vehicle, 
Valvoline Instant Oil Change is now open on Sundays. And I know that Saturdays can be as busy as any other day of the week. For So for some people, Sunday is the day to get things done. And Valvoline Instant Oil Change is open on Sundays now if you need to get your vehicle taken care of. Where they have that Valvoline Synthetic and Valvoline Max Life Oil and uh, you'll get your vehicle serviced by trained professionals. They're right there at 695 North Main in Logan. With down-home country prices and big city selection. E-I-E-I-O When you're looking for a friendly spot to drive a little and save a lot, hey, You lead a busy life. When do you have time to get your vehicle serviced? Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan can help. They're now open on Sundays to better serve you. If life is too hectic during the weekdays and Saturday is crazy like normal, go see them on Sunday. Get your oil changed and they'll also check other fluids and recharge your AC. Stay in your car while their trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Open seven days a week across from Angie's. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. I get asked all the time, do I have to sign up for Medicare? Check out our website, lssins.com, or call 752-9493. Medicare doesn't have to be confusing. We have the answers to all your questions and will help each step of the way. With decades of experience, we'll guide you through each step. There is no cost to work with LSS Insurance. We make Medicare easy. Call 752-9493. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services, here when you need us most. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management. Proudly serving Cache Valley since 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press, 435-339-0321. If you want to chime in on the, the, the it, most interesting superstitions in sports, it's Friday the 13th, and certainly a, a day full of superstition for some. Not, not so much for me, but I, I'm not really a superstitious guy. It's not like um, I have to do things in the same way if, if something went right. I have to do it again, you know, the same thing or the same routines or touch that first before you do this. Uh, but there absolutely are people that really get into that. 
and um, it's really prevalent in sports. And so we'll get through some of the most interesting superstitions that are out there. But if you've observed a few, we'd love to hear from you on our Guilt Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321-9952 weighing in. Hockey players, especially goalies, have the most superstitions. And also, when Coach Smith was here, he didn't take off his sport coat until after the tip-off. Okay, yes. Uh, I've heard of of goalies. Uh, There's a couple of them uh, that I've heard of. Uh, Who was it? Patrick Waugh. He would have conversations uh, with his goalposts uh, before games um, and uh, talk to them uh, before before the uh, the game would get going. Um, And uh, got a couple others that I've come across. Now, Ed Belfour, uh, he wouldn't let his teammates touch any of his equipment. He actually threatened people <laughs> over touching his stuff. Um, and he would he'd give him a warning every season, apparently. He says, if you touch my stuff, I will kill you. <laughs> he was a hockey player. Um, and uh, let's see, there's a couple others. Uh, there was uh, This is going back a little bit. This is uh, found this. Uh, Pele Lindbergh, apparently, uh, he was a goalie. And... In the uh, he was only in the league for about five years, but he was the first European player to uh, ever win the Vesnia Trophy. But he um, he was the first goaltender to carry a water bottle with him out to the ice. But here's the other interesting thing about this guy: um, he wore the same orange T-shirt under his hockey pads throughout his entire career. Ended up getting so worn out, you'd have to constantly sew the shirt back together. Uh, here's something else that was interesting about him. He would drink a Swedish beer known as Prips in between every single period and had to be served to him by a particular assistant coach, and each glass had to have two ice cubes in it. <laughs> ah, that's nuts. Uh, Wayne Gretzky apparently put uh, baby powder on the end of his stick prior to a uh, face-off. So, yeah, you, there's some hockey players with some interesting ones. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> got some crazy superstitions in sports. Uh, no more Garcia Parra. Certainly he was one of the f- famous athletes. Every time he would approach the plate, adjusting, uh, the Velcro on his, uh, on his gloves on his batting gloves. And then he'd tap his toes a certain way before he approached the plate. Uh, that was always, you know, one of his trademarks. Uh, a couple others that I learned about like Serena Williams, she would not change her socks once during a tournament. Can you imagine that? I mean, you're playing, you're playing in a tournament over several days, and each match is several hours each. But um, she, she, according to a report, says she wears a pair of socks uh, more than once, and uh, she doesn't mind the feeling, and she'll only wear a single pair during any given tournament. So she's she's committed. She's committed to her socks. Uh, back in the NFL, uh, Brian Urlacher, apparently he would uh, eat two chocolate chip cookies before every game. That was uh, kind of his standard pregame. Uh, we've seen this one close to home. We've seen this in Logan, and he became nationally known for it. Jerry Tarkanian with the towel. right? He would chew on his towel during the games. Now, I don't know if that's... So much superstition, or it's just part of his shtick and who he was and what he did. Um, but um, it, he, this is what it uh, kind of comes back to. This is the roots of this. 
He was coaching a game that took place in a really hot gym in Southern California. And he, he, he got fed up with having to go out to the water fountain, so he got a towel all wet, and he would chew on it to keep his mouth from going dry. And so ever since then, that's why we have the, uh, the towel thing that Jerry Tarkanian uh, would chew on all the time. Um, anyway, a couple others that we'll get through. If you've got some that, that you've seen uh, that you want to chime in on, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, Larry Walker, Major League Baseball, a few years ago. Um, he uh, played in the 90s. He a real utility guy. He was the National League MVP in 1997. But uh, he went to five All-Star games. So here's the thing. He wore the number 33, and that was a really superstitious number for him. Uh, he wore the number 33 for his entire career. He made sure the phone company gave him a number with as many threes as he could get. Uh, he would only wake up at 33 past the hour, and he even got married on November 3rd at 3.33 p.m. Like, holy cow, that's, uh, that is definitely superstitious. Uh, going back to our Guild Mortgage text line, 8968. I've heard of fans of some teams, including Aggies, think if they do a certain thing at a certain time that it'll help their team win. Maybe I haven't done enough at the right time. <laughs> maybe maybe we've been delayed, uh, some of us, at the wrong time, not doing it at the right time. Yeah, And you've seen this, right? Uh, there used to be, you know, some things are traditions, others are superstitions. And I think there's an interesting line there. Uh, for for years, for Utah State, the whole everybody in the arena would stand and they would clap in, in almost unison until the Aggies made their first basket, and then people would start to sit down. I mean, oh, that's more of a thing that happened more in the 90s than today, um, but there are you know, certain chants that people will do or certain things that will happen, um, and if it doesn't happen just right, then oh, the whole thing is off kilter. But, yeah, there's been some crazy superstitions. Like this guy, uh, Richie Ashburn, who was a, a baseball player with the Phillies, and um, – he uh, he was elected to the Cooperstown back in 1995, but um, here was his superstition. He would take the bat that he was using at the time, and and, uh, and he would take it home with him, and he would sleep with it in his bed. And he did this to make sure that the clubhouse attendants didn't mix his bats with the rest of any others. So if he got on a bit of a streak, he would keep that bat and wouldn't let it out of his sight, and it would literally sleep with it. Don't want, to, don't want to mix it up with any other, any other bat. Uh, so that's good. Those are some really interesting uh, superstitions. So what, what do you think about um, you know, certain sports? Are, there, are some sports more, or athletes in certain sports, more superstitious than others? I, I think that just kind of in a you know, quick thought uh, process on this, kind of thinking through what I've observed, I think that baseball players are the most superstitious. You know, if a if a pitcher's out there throwing a perfect game, you know, people don't look at them. <laughs> they they start to treat them differently. They don't want to uh, throw things off uh, or a no hitter. Like if someone's doing a great game, the way that they will you know, approach the bat, uh, approach the plate each time, certain way that they'll adjust their clothes, whatever, or their hats uh, to do it the same way. Um, yeah, you know, I know there are superstitious guys in basketball. Certainly, we've we've seen a few in in football as well. Tennis has a few. 
But um, I, I think that baseball seems to have the most superstitious players that are out there. Uh, 6294, Moises Alou peed on his hands. <laughs> yes, I've read this. I'll keep reading the text, and I'll, we'll get, get to why he did this. Uh, Moises Alou peed on his hands, not sure superstitious, or just thought it would be, uh, or thought it would help. Weird either way. <laughs> yes, yes, it is weird. He, uh, according to a report, I saw this, according to a report, he did that because he thought it would harden his hands before games. Um, because <laughs> uh, he he thought it would help him. Uh, it, it just it, it keeps his hands harder when he's holding onto the bat and things like this. Um, yeah, really gross. Really, really gross. Uh, it turns out he's not the only one with uh, with a urine based uh, superstition. Uh, there's a guy. <laughs> there was a soccer player who would uh, he'd urinate on the field. <laughs> Apparently, um, after uh, after he got a, a stop on a penalty kick, so before or excuse me, before before every single kick taken against him, he would pee on the field. <laughs> so so bizarre. Uh, and then the worst one was this uh, uh, an MMA fighter, um, uh, Lido Machida, and. Uh, he would drink his own urine. This, that's disgusting. I don't know. That's not so much a superstition as uh, something. Apparently, he, his family was all about. His dad did it, and he said, uh, "He said people think it's a joke. I never said it in the United States because I don't know how the fans will react. I drink my urine every morning like a natural medicine." <laughs> Says he learned it from his dad, and his whole family does it. <laughs> that is so gross. Who does that? Oh, my gosh. Uh, 9952, Mark Messier kept his helmet straps for his entire career. Oh, my word. Took them with him from Edmonton to New York. Wow. That's nuts. Uh, you know, in, uh, um, in the NBA, uh, Rip Hamilton, remember him with the Detroit Pistons? Uh, like he got an injury to his face. Was it a was it a nose or an eye? I can't remember where it was the injury, but um, he had to wear that face mask. And once the injury was was healed and he was cleared to get rid of the face mask, he uh, he couldn't play the same. He was like a worse player without the mask. So he kept wearing the mask because he could play better. It became comfortable to him. So even though he didn't have an injury, he kept wearing the mask. Uh, so so weird. Uh, one five three four, one hundred percent baseball. <laughs> All you have to do is watch any batter before and after they step in the box. <laughs> Amen. No kidding. Right? Everyone has their own little routine between how you know how many times they rub their toe in the dirt or adjust their pants or their shirt or their, the straps on their gloves. Yes, absolutely. You you are one hundred percent correct. Uh, six two nine four. Sorry, I took everyone down this road. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. Six two nine four. It's your fault. Talking about urine and and pee. Isn't that bizarre? Uh, you know, one thing I didn't realize with with NASCAR, not really a sport that I would say has a lot of superstitions. Um, but apparently, there are no green cars. Now, this is a, as a few years ago. I don't know if this has changed since this report came out, but no green cars. It's considered bad luck in NASCAR. Plus, 
there are no peanut shells allowed on any track. Uh, any other peanut product is fine, just no shells. Apparently, there was a crash, um, a few crashes a few years ago. Uh, well, actually, decades ago, where peanut shells were found in the wrecks of the driver who had died. And so, as a result, no peanut shells at NASCAR. So, that's pretty wild. Um, that is that is crazy. So, anyways, if you think of any other sports superstitions, it's, a, it's quite a long list. There's a lot of interesting ones to include on there. Um, some including uh, urine, which is not a whole lot of fun to talk about or think about. Especially that MMA fighter. Oh, my gosh. That's disgusting. 435-339-0321. The biggest superstitions in sports on this Friday the 13th. Plus, uh, we'll get into some Mountain West Conference football coaches in some real hot water. And uh, who it is and what they did is coming up next on the Full Court Press. Hey, Mountain West Motors. Uh, you've been hearing us talk about them for a long time. You know they're located at 615 North Main in Logan. Well, now they're having a great grand opening celebration coming up next Saturday, May 21st. It'll be from 2 to 6 p.m. They're going to have free food from Whips. You can spin a wheel to win free prize giveaways. They're going to have a lot of fun and uh, even some contests to win some big prizes uh, and somebody's going to win some big, you know, a $2,000 donation uh, for a family or an organization uh, that can receive that from Mountain West Motors. So go check them out uh, next week, next Saturday from 2 to 6 at their grand opening celebration at 615 North Main in Logan. Ladies, do you have your men's ring yet? We know that he got you the perfect ring, so let's get him one that will show how much you care, such as a one-of-a-kind Damascus steel, his choice of camel, or an exquisite redwood inlay. And if you really want something out of this world, come check out our meteorite rings. For the largest selection of unique men's rings, make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress. And while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M&Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three, we'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. It's happened to us all. Red punch, nail polish, coffee or paint. This is dealt with Northern Utah Chem Dry. What you don't realize is using your own methods can potentially lock in stains within the carpet. ChemDry's patented stain removal solutions have successfully removed stains all over Cass Valley. If we can't get it out, no one can. So next time you spill, call ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. 
The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Coming up before the top of the hour, we'll hear the Dan Patrick Above the Noise segment, which is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. They've got the items that you're looking for, parts you need, use, and rely on every day, plus some of those hard-to-find items. And it's all in stock when you need it at five locally-owned Napa Auto Parts stores from Preston to Providence. Uh, Back to our Guild Mortgage text line, a few others on our superstitions on uh, Friday the 13th, 6521. Carl Malone, Snickers, and a Coke before each game. Ah, interesting. I don't, I've probably have heard that, but I don't remember that. Um, certainly, we had uh, Jeff Hornacek who would always wipe his face. Carl Malone would talk to himself when he's shooting free throws. Uh, so, interesting superstitions for some of these athletes and what they do. Um, but yeah, I think baseball players are the most superstitious. Uh, there are a few other superstitions in other sports. But uh, baseball definitely takes the cake. Uh, f- college football, quickly, some news today. This uh, Brett McMurphy reported it first. But four former Air Force assistants have violated NCAA rules by providing impermissible benefits and hosting high school prospects during the COVID-19 dead period in 2020. Um, and um, apparently they've been dismissed. Air Force, when they got wind of it, dismissed the athletes. Uh, the coaches, um, and so now they're off in various places. One of them just got hired at Wisconsin. That's Bill Sheridan as their linebackers coach. Um, they've got another one who is an offensive line coach for the Birmingham Stallions in the USFL. Uh, one other coach is not uh, is not coaching this year. And it doesn't look like uh, Troy Calhoun knew about it, according to a source who uh, who Brett McMurphy spoke to. Quote. Whoever was involved made it clear, don't tell Troy about this. These were intentional violations. They knew it was a dead period. So Air Force has issued a statement saying they're working with it. They self-reported it. Uh, these uh, coaches were dismissed. And so it's a uh, yeah, sticky situation with what's going on at Air Force. And they broke the rules, and now they're having to pay the penalty uh, for that. Um, one other thing, too, name image likeness continues to be an issue. Uh, interesting story from the Associated Press by Ralph Russo. And uh, one line just really jumps out at me. Uh, a guy who has put together one of these collectives, and um, uh, Jason Belzer, whose company is about managing collectives for Penn State and Rutgers, he says, I think the best way to describe it is like a money laundering machine. How do we get as much dollars into the pockets of student-athletes as we can without actually having them deliver any real value in return? Here's a guy who is doing this, and he's admitting we are like a money laundering machine. (laughs) The thing is so messed up. Ohio State's AD, I think he's got it right. Uh, Geno Smith says schools would be better off playing the role of matchmaker between athletes and brands while staying out of the negotiation of any deals. But this is this is so messy. Next week, we're working on getting uh, Utah State Athletic Director John Hartwell uh, on with us to discuss this. Scheduling issues, the BYU series moving forward. I'll also talk about um, 
referees for high school athletics, they need a lot more help. So stay tuned. That'll be a lot of fun next week. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Last night, the NFL schedule was officially released. That led to a lot of talk about teams' strength of schedule. But the problem with grading out each team's schedule is we use last year's results as our data. The NFL is much different than any other sport. Each year, we see about a 50% turnover rate on teams that make the postseason. Take the Browns and Bengals as an example. Browns made it all the way to the AFC title game in 2020. Team failed to make the playoffs last year. The Bengals, opposite. Cincinnati had a top 10 pick, made it all the way to the Super Bowl. So although it may be fun to talk about which teams have the hardest path to the postseason, using teams' records from the previous season probably isn't the best process because between injuries, the draft, free agency, every roster will look drastically different than it did the year before. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.